You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. I don't like to sing just by myself or I don't like mercenaries, you know, people that yeah go and, and uh, yeah pick whatever they want from each this or this entity. I'm not that kind of guy. And secondly, uh, it's just because uh, the motto of uh, Dagoba is we are doing the music that we enjoy to play and that we don't listen from other artists. And we want to, we are totally free and we put uh, whatever, uh, which influence we like into Dagoba. You can, we chose to be free uh, to create that type of music that's just please us. So I don't feel the the need to go and do something else. You know what I mean? Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, brought to you by Sound Talent Media and Evergreen Podcasts, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians to talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. Hope you had a killer weekend. I most certainly did. This Vox and Hops episode is presented by Heavy Montreal. Heavy Montreal are Montreal's premier metal promoter, and I'm very stoked to have teamed up with them to bring you Heavy Montreal Presents Vox and Hops Brutal Montreal 2022. This year's event is taking place on September 2nd at Corona Theatre, and features Deicide performing their classic album Legion in its entirety, along with Cataclysm, who will be performing their classic album Serenity and Fire in its entirety, and we have Inhuman Condition that is opening up the gig. Tickets are flying for this show. Honestly, if you want to come to the gig and hang out with me, because I'm going to be there and enjoy life, metal and craft beer alongside me at Brutal Montreal, you better pick up your tickets soon. I've put the link in the description of this podcast. Don't wait. Trust me, you're going to regret it. It's going to be a killer time. And I cannot wait. I am so stoked to have Heavy Montreal behind the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I'd just like to ask you to follow the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, I would love for you to take a few minutes to write a review for the podcast. Now, why would I want you to do that? Well, you have to imagine that when someone is looking for a new podcast to listen to, what do they do? They scroll down, they look at those reviews. And if those reviews say that the podcast is amazing and that I ask great questions and that all my guests are super cool, well, they're most probably going to give that podcast a chance. So by you taking a few minutes to write a review for the podcast, you may actually be the person that helps sway someone's decision to become a brand new Vox and Hops head. And that would be something that I would truly appreciate. Now, today on the podcast, I'm with Shotter of Dagobah. Get ready, everyone. This is Vox and Hops episode number 343. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today with Shotter of Dagobah. How are you doing? Uh, it's a glorious day. It's beautiful. We're hanging out. Uh, let's start with uh, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. Thank you very much. Um, it's very sunny uh, in south of France. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a good day good that makes me happy to hear that i miss the yeah. south of france i miss france in general i miss touring i miss being on the road and i can't wait to get back there eventually uh let's jump into the shittiest question i'm going to ask you uh how did you cope with the glorious years plural of 2020 2021 and hopefully not most of 2022 how have you been doing throughout these crazy crazy times uh, uh we had to oh. I think just like you, uh, we had to cancel a lot of gigs. Uh, so we decided to dive into the production of our newest album. And we spent 
like the first six months of the lockdown, uh, finishing the songwriting, all arrangements, and then production. And then we started to work on yeah, the release of this album. So it has been busy uh, at the end. And uh, but yeah, we now can't wait to get back on the road because we miss miss it so much. What's well, such a big part of our identity, right? Uh, being out there performing, it's like a yin and yang of our lifestyles, where we we either, we're either huddled up in the studio or getting ready to go into the studio, or we're out performing, and it's such a big part of our identity that was something that we didn't get to do, sadly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I mean. We had uh, two options. Either you, you you lay down on the floor and cry or you continue to product and uh, to create. And that's what we did. Good for you guys. And you guys did do that. You created an album called By Night. It came out February 18th via Napalm Records. It's a banger of an album. Uh, catchy as hell. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it later. But first... It's Vox and Hops, so we got to talk about some beer. Let's jump into it. Uh, Vox and Hops is all about hanging out with my metal friends, talking about their lives, music, and craft beer. Now, now, what are you going to be drinking on your side today that we will be sharing virtually? <laughs> Actually, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm really drinking a uh, multivitamin uh, <laughs> Capri Sun. Because, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, we have that over here. Yeah. And. But because actually, uh, to be honest, I I don't drink beer at home. I, I have no ah, alcohol at home. Good. Uh, yeah, never. So uh, I mean, sometime me and my wife share a bottle of wine or some beer, but at home uh, I never drink. Hmm. So uh, yeah, interesting. But when I yeah yeah, and when I'm out, yeah, sometimes I, I drink some some beer or some whiskey. Mm, I like that. I like that. On my side, I will be drinking uh, also a juice, but, but uh, you know, it is a beer still. Uh, this is uh, something that just came out recently. It's uh, called Monstrosity. It was a project that uh, Kanawaki Brewing um, just released actually last week, and it's uh, he teamed up a bunch of craft beer media people, craft beer content creators, influencers, if you want to say, and uh, I was a part of it, stoked to be a part of it. So this is a, a smoothie sour, uh, which has a, a whole bunch of ridiculous things in it, such as uh, carrots, uh, mangoes, peach, uh, marshmallows, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. And cinnamon, actually, yeah. So uh, this is Monstrosity. This was my team's version because there was two teams, and the other team created another version which had like passion fruit in it cherries and strawberries um i like the packaging it's super sick shout out to uh, philip ivanovic the vox and hops alumni uh who created uh this logo for the can art there he's amazing yeah um yeah so this is a uh, my version there was it was like a competition um which beer was better obviously mine was better uh <laughs> come on carrots in a smoothie i'm gonna crack this and i would love to hear about your first beer do you remember the first beer that you ever drank i would say i'm uh, um, um probably it was during our uh, first rehearsal ever i think when we were like 40 or 15 uh, 14 or 15 and uh, yeah at that time we were uh, Drinking, <laughs> drinking beers because it was so warm, warm in the 
rehearsal room and uh, yeah we had to refresh ourselves yeah, stay hydrated it's, it's very important to the creative process of creating music <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. cheers to that cheers to that so so it's is the Carrot and cinnamon? Exactly. Carrot, mango, peach, uh, cinnamon, marshmallows, uh, all thrown into this. The guimauve, all thrown into this to, um, and it's sour, in like a sour base beer. So it's a fruited sour is what they call it. So it's my juice of the morning. Cheers. All right, cheers. It's amazing. It's uh, tart. <laughs> uh, the carrots are very subtle, very fruity. The cinnamon really pops at the end. Uh, a lot of vanilla going on too from the, the marshmallows. Very cool. Shout out to Drew from Kanawaki Brewing. Uh, it was also created as a for their fourth year anniversary. Love Drew. Love Kanawaki Brewing. This is amazing. Uh, I would love to hear about this not drinking at home. What is this concept? When did you start doing that? Uh, what is the reason why you don't drink at home? Um, I don't know. I, 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 I when I was, yeah, I think I think I had alcohol at home when I was around 20 to 24 and actually then i had my first my first son so i had other responsibility at home and yeah uh i was i i, I remember i had, I had at that time i had a regular job plus uh plus dagoba plus my my young uh kid it was too, too, too much responsibility, too much work, and I couldn't afford to even have a drink or, or two at home. So since that time, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know, I stopped uh, buying alcohol for, for home. Of course, as I told you, when we have some guests or a special dinner, we buy some wine or whiskey or whatever, but yeah. On the regular day, I don't, I don't have alcohol at home. So it's true. You're, you're 100 percent right. Uh, I have two young kids as well. Uh, young children and a bunch of responsibilities do not mix well with not feeling well because you enjoyed too many beers the night before. <laughs> no, but I mean, but I mean, I, I, I'm, re I'm really not into like uh, I'm not straight edge at all. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just like enjoying beers and alcohol when I'm out when my, with my friend on tour, but. Yeah, when I when when you you when I realize because you asked me, I have no alcohol at home for ages. That's good. That's that's a perfect tactic, especially if it's there. We're gonna drink it. I I do the same thing, but with bad food. I don't get. I don't bring oh, yeah. any junk food into the house because oh, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. eat it. I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. If it's not there, I won't take it. Right, and I won't go to the store to buy it. That's for damn sure. So. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, actually, when we when we buy some beers. I don't have time to, 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 to drink them all because I think my wife and my, my, my son, which is now an adult, uh, do it. So. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Congrats. I'd love to hear about uh, the soundtrack of your youth. When you were growing up in your parents or guardians house, what music was playing when you were not in control of the radio? What music did your parents or guardians listen to? Actually, uh, I, I, I'm, my family is not a musician or meloman at all. They don't, they, they don't listen to music. Really? Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, <laughs> I remember when I, when I, I, I start, uh, listening to metal, actually, they offered me a Walkman <laughs> and but, but without tape because they didn't know that it needed some and and so i had this walkman this empty walkman and one of my uncle 
who was really into metal, he offered me a tape of mm, mm, Napalm Death and Metallica. And that's how I started to listen to not even metal, but music, because my parents weren't listening to music. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, the Napalm Death, Metallica. Do you remember that first moment of, of putting that headphone on and then being exposed oh, yeah, yeah. to this were your friends into yeah. music was it at that point where other people were into music which is why you started getting into it no I, I was i was alone because i was really young i was like maybe nine or ten years old starting at starting um, at the maximum <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, actually to be honest it was a bit too much uh, <laughs> this, but the injustice for album mm. was something i it was just like listening to the concept of freedom i was like hey those guys can scream can sing can play guitar clean can play fast can play low can yeah distortion whatever they want as they played like long track short track it was insane and i was like yeah this is what i I want to do because this is freedom. Mm, like, take, take the rule book I, and like throw it in the garbage. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And and I, I at that time I didn't know about who were those guys. I didn't know about the the, the face of uh, James Hetfield or Kirk or I didn't know they were touring worldwide. I, I I just had this tape and listening to this white tape and and yeah, it, it was just freedom. Fast forward to I think it was two thousand six or something. You guys toured with Metallica or did some dates with them in yeah. Spain. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Could exactly. you imagine like time capsuling yourself <laughs> and going back to that moment with the Walkman, your uncle giving you that uh, tape? One day you're going to tour with this band. Imagine. Incredible. Incredible. And yeah, uh, it's one of uh, the dream I had that became true thanks to Dagoba. And uh, it's such a unexpected journey at the end so damn cool <laughs> it's like let's see there's there's few things that can top that right for myself yeah. it was like i always wanted to play vakken i i finally played vakken and i was like okay yeah. now i want to play vakken but on the big stage so so <laughs> i'm never satisfied i don't know if you're you have the same <laughs> approach stuff like i always wanted to tour metallica i did some shows with metallica what's next you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> yeah but yeah, but I I, I, I tend to uh, appreciate what I we already had because as I told you it was absolutely unexpected and uh, but of course sometimes I'm thinking hey what what's next as you said and I said for now with the two years uh, we had all of us I think that what's next is just being back on on the road and you know meeting each other and oh, yeah. having fun with the audience and stuff you know mm -hmm. it's gonna be perfect seeing those family members these this is our extended exactly. family such as exactly. shout i'll give them a shout out shout out to mega um the my sound man tm uh, from mallorca the mallorcan king i miss you very much if you're listening to this I love you, dude. It's been a long time. I haven't seen you. <laughs> I'd love to hear about your first shows. Do you remember the first show that you went to go see? Uh, as uh, I think it was... Uh, hmm. I think it was uh, probably Metallica with the same <laughs> uncle yeah, that offered me that tape. Yeah. 
and they was yeah they were touring uh it was after yeah it was for the was for the black album mm, massive 19, yeah. yeah i think in 92 or 91 in in paris yeah it brought me there it was at that time you know the uh the snake pits yes uh, yeah yeah the, 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 yeah. yeah the snake pits stage so cool and that was uh, yeah that was during that tour i was were you, in the, you were in the snake pit though no 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 that would have been sick i was not reaching <laughs> us to get there <laughs> do you remember that vibe of being there you know at that point you you you, you mentioned that you when you first listened to Injustice for All, you were like, oh, all the rules, there is, there's no limitation anymore. Do you remember being at that show and seeing them performing yeah. and then imagining yourself do it one day? Yeah. At, 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 that, at that point, I was like, I have to do whatever it takes to make this uh, medal for a living. Hmm. And, uh, because, yeah, I was... Listening to a tape is something, but going and seeing a, a oh yeah a, a, a live it's it's something else. There's so many more senses being assaulted. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and plus, uh, I mean, they were playing in Paris, and I knew that they were from California, and I and I was like, so because of your music, you can travel around the world, and that excited me. Uh, a lot because I love to travel. I love to to meet people from around the world and yeah, discovering civilization, food, beers, whatever. And traveling it's very important to me. And when I discovered that, yeah, you could make that kind of music, uh, inspiring freedom to you, and plus traveling, the the whole concept of freedom was a uh, 360 you know it, it was yeah total freedom so so you're you're, you're at that metallica gig uh do you remember your first time on stage oh yes and how many how what was the time difference between the metallica show and then you finally climbing on stage uh i think it took me uh six years yeah because we start yeah i, I think i started yeah, yeah six years but of course it was in my hometown, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a very, very small stage. At, at least there was a stage. I, I asked this question to a lot of people, and most of the time it was like, there's no stage. I was on the floor. <laughs> no, 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 it was a stage, actually. <laughs> Man, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it, it, it was a venue big as my kitchen. You know? It was a very, very small club. Intimate. Uh, it was intimate. But, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but what was cool with that club, I think it's it. it I, I think it's now destroyed or something. It's it's not existing anymore. But what was cool? It was that the the band didn't uh, pay for the for the club. Uh-huh. No, they didn't have to renting. rent it. Yeah. No, the, the 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 owner just took the money from the bar and let the band organize their their gigs just like they want. So at the beginning we were playing for uh, maybe one box you know per ticket but at the end it brought pe- more and more people and we started to organize this monthly and and then the name of the band start to grow in uh to grow in uh, our hometown and it, it was it was a, a good time and good memory and uh, i think it was a yeah uh 
my first time on stage. I think. Uh, were you ready? Where was the band in in good shape? Uh, were you prepared to play the show? Uh, at that time, yeah. Oh no! I think we were we were teenager and we were totally fucked up. <laughs> we were the so beard. excited okay. that yeah, and, and you, you know you know when you're uh, yeah eighteen twenty you can drink as much as you can and playing the day after and the day oh, after yeah, and yeah. do it again and again, <laughs> which is not the case anymore unfortunately. No. But at that time yeah we had we had we had, we had so much fun. Amazing yeah. and and shout out to whoever was running that bar venue uh so important for scenes to have people like that to let young bands uh have the opportunity to play regularly to really gain the experience before they can grow into a a more mature band so so shout out to yeah we need more things like that in the in the metal scene across the globe plus plus uh probably it was the same for you when we when we started there were no internet no no exactly For the for the promotion, it was important to, to play, you know, because uh, you, you, yeah, it was so important and yeah, it was it was great. It was a great time. Mm. I would I'm you know from Montreal, so Montreal has such a prolific metal scene. Uh, everyone knows everyone. Once you're in, you're in. As long as you're a good human, uh, but most people tend to be. So uh, I, it was very easy in Montreal to find like-minded musicians to create a band that I wanted to be a part of. So yeah. Um, Something that you've done that I find very interesting, correct me if I'm wrong, but as what you've been saying, it sounds like this. Dagoba has been your only band, right? Yeah. That's, see, that's very rare. I find that very cool that, that you've had one project, you've been doing it since for more than half of your life, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's incredible to me. Talk to me about yeah. what the persistence of sticking with it and not going off to create a side project or create a jump into a new project? Uh, I think it's uh, because of uh, uh, because of two things. First, uh, I'm that kind of guy. I mean... Okay. Uh, Committed. <laughs> I, I, what, I, I, if I... If I, if I, what, uh, if I wasn't uh, a, a musician, I would have been either... Uh, a sport guy, but in a, in a team, you know, like football or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. not a te- not a tennis man, not by myself <laughs> in a team because yeah. I love the team, or 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 working for the foreign uh, legion because I because I I like the discipline and I like the the force the strength when uh, humans uh, cooperate, uh-huh. which is exactly what a band needs to succeed. Yeah, so I, I so I don't I don't like when when I don't like to think just by myself or uh, I, I I don't like mercenaries, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. people that yeah go and and uh, yeah pick whatever they want from each this or this entity. I'm not that kind of guy. And secondly, uh, it's just because uh, the motto of uh, Dagoba is we are doing the music that we enjoy to play, and that we don't listen from other artists. And we want to, we are totally free and we put uh, whatever, uh, which influence we like into Dagoba. You can, you can listen to, yeah, you can, yeah. There is electro, there is Indus, there are classical instruments. Yeah. So we are, we, we chose to be free uh, to create uh, that type of music that just please us. So I don't feel the, the need 
to go and do something else, you know what I mean? And I think it's because of those two elements that I'm I'm the uh, 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 one bound guy. I think it's awesome. Uh, it's, it's extremely rare nowadays. So so props to you for for doing it and succeeding at it. Eighth album by night. Uh, let's talk about this. Uh, I've heard in other interviews we've done uh, that you guys added more details and gimmicks into this album than other albums. Can you expand on that? Uh, yes. Uh, um, we, we, we really wanted to have more uh, gimmicks from the synth part on, on this album. Which is, you, you, you do all the, the composing of the additional tracks, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was really important, and, and we, we, wanted, we wanted to have a strong gimmick on each song. Uh, it was important for us, and it was like a, a, a goal. What comes first? Do you guys write the songs, or does the synth part sometimes inspire the song, or vice versa? Most of time, it's first, first the riff, then, then the arrangement. But on By Night, maybe once or twice, the, the, the synth sound inspired me for the riff. Interesting. Uh, after yeah and that was the first that was the first time that that happened yeah yeah and how did that affect uh, the riffs did it did it make you compose riffs that you typically wouldn't have written maybe because it's coming from such a, such a different place yeah maybe uh, when you when you it's like if you find the guitar lead yeah. before the riff you know yeah 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 then yeah so uh when you when you have the the, the synth gimmick, then the the riff is uh, sim- more simple. You know, mm-hmm. it's yes. more like yeah, yeah, they, they, more they, they, like a bass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is the 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 the, the main changement, I think. Mm-hmm. And you guys wanted to bring a modern face to Dagobah with this eighth record. Eighth record, that's a lot of records. Good for you to to yeah. keep creating, keep writing things, keeping it fresh, um, bringing in the electro. Um, much more electro on the album. Uh, where does that come from? Where where is that inspiration coming from? Where what bands are you listening to that that's you were like, oh, I want to bring more of this into Dagobah. We always uh, we always uh, uh, write uh, wrote uh, since parts, but on on this rec- on this record, it's uh, I mean the amount is maybe a little bit higher, and because uh, the riffs. Are uh, more aerials. Aerials. Uh, you can hear, uh, listen, and more to the to the synth, uh, distinct more the the synth parts. Uh, and yeah, maybe maybe also because I listen to a lot of electro, so I so I was like yeah, uh, searching what kind of uh, uh, synth this. Uh, DJ use uh, uh, how uh, how those things works and yeah being interested of what those guys are doing I was like yeah maybe you can bring some some of this into Daguba interesting what 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 artists would you be listening to that that uh... DJ Z Z E D D is incredible is a I mean is a is a great uh, Pianist uh, is a great musician, and he, he start when he when he when he started music. He, he was a, a hardcore drummer, actually. Really, you can yeah, like yeah, that. you can yeah. find some yeah, you can find some 
uh, YouTube video of him playing drums. Interesting. I think Olafur Agnes was also a metal drummer who's a, a classical, modern, classical composer as well, the electronic um, music as well. And that's interesting that the, 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 the extreme drummers to <laughs> branching out to doing more electronic stuff. I wonder if it's because there's less gear to carry. But <laughs> hey what's up Vox and Hopsins? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours that's right I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns the Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June we are supporting the mighty death to all we are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, you should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. Uh, you dropped uh, by night right when the pandemic is sort of like loosening up again. Um, if you could pick a tour, a perfect tour, where you build the package to put by night in front of the perfect crowd, what bands would be on that package? They could be bigger than you. They could be younger than you. It, it's, it's up to you. Uh, I would say uh, Nine Inch Nail, Rammstein, and Dagobah. I'd go, I'd, go to that, I'd go to that show. <laughs> I think so as well. Uh, I love collabs. I love making beers. I like making teas. I, I'm really into like building things uh, with the Vox and Hops brand, with Cryptopsy's brand. Um, what would be a perfect collab for Dagobah? Obviously, uh, beer is not your main thing. So a beer for Dagobah might not be very exciting to you. But what would be exciting to have a Dagobah collab, a Dagobah branded something? Uh, actually, we uh, we oh, we own the brand uh, Dagoba for gin. Oh, gin! Amazing. Go to talk. How did that? How did that? How did that all come together? Because uh, because I like it, uh, and uh, I'm very interested of uh, how uh, the process of making uh, gin uh, it interests me a lot. So for for now, we just own the 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 brand, but we have to we have to uh, meet. Uh, the guy who are going to distill it. Gin. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we can make our own, uh, uh, blend. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it, it could be a good collab and I hope it will, uh, it will happen soon. I think that's super cool. Do you have a name for it that you can, or is it, is, are you just going to call it Dagobah gin? Dagobah. Yeah, Dagobah. I think it's so cool. Very good. You should do that. I, I motivate you to continue that project and to push it <laughs> forward. And if you ever do finish it, you know where to send a bottle. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd be happy to share it with some people on. <laughs> like gin. I love gin actually. I like craft beer, um, obviously. Uh, but I, I am a gin guy. I like gin and tonics and I like good gin. There you go. <laughs> with the Skepri Sun. It's amazing. <laughs> um I've been very lucky throughout the pandemic, uh, 
we haven't had the chance to perform. Uh, so I've been lucky to have the podcast throughout the pandemic where I could sit down here and have chats with people across the globe. And right before I sit down here, I get this like same little feeling. Am I prepared enough? Uh, is the internet going to work? It's how I've been filling the void of performing live. So, so what have you been doing to fill the void of getting that adrenaline rush that we typically get when we're on stage? A uh, uh, lot of sport. Uh, and uh, yeah, I work almost every day on my vocals. And uh, Cool. Let's talk, talk, talk to me about that. What, what, what do you, how do you keep in shape vocally? Uh, I, I just uh, know uh, about our set list uh, that we are going to play on the on the tour, and I, I have all the the backing track, and I just sing. Of course, when I started, I was like singing one one or two track, and my voice was like. <laughs> but then the, then the technique came back, and uh, it's funny how we forget. If you don't do it for a while, you forget how to do it. It's it's a weird weird thing. But. At the end, it, it comes back very quickly, but it, it's 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 like a moment of like, oh yeah, how do I do this again? It's like I'm I'm, sp- I'm supposed to be really good at this. I feel like I was good at this before. <laughs> Why is it so hard? <laughs> it's like you you you're searching for the button. You know? It's here, 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 and then you you find it. Yeah, this my role, and it's okay. <laughs> uh, talk to me about it, discovering extreme vocals. Um, at what point did you realize you were good at it? Oh, uh, I don't know if I, I, I don't even know if I'm good <laughs> at it today. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I remember that I was, and I'm still a big fan of uh, Pantera. And uh, yeah, when I uh, uh, started to uh, uh, work on my on my growl. It was covering Phil Anselmo over, over and over and over again. And when I started to uh, record uh, one of their songs to, to cover I'm Broken or I don't know, Shedding Skin, I don't know which one. But I was like, hey, it starts sound, sounding cool. At that time, I was like, okay, I will totally stop covering any kind of band and I will start to uh, work on my own uh, distortion in my own growth. Yeah, because you need to. That's one of the first things. If ever people always ask me, how, how do you scream? How did you end up becoming a screamer? Uh, can you show me? But the first thing I say, I always say is like, you need to accept the sound of your voice. Yeah, exactly. Once you, you know, you are you and you have to learn to love that because you can work with what you are, but you need to love you first because it's your sound. Yeah. You can't sound like someone else and you need to have an identity as an extreme vocalist. I think it's super important. Yeah. Oh yeah, interesting. Interesting. Um, what about health on on when you're touring? Um, vocal health. What do you do to stay in shape um, before you start doing your set in the base or where you are right now at home? Um, do you warm up or do you just jump straight into it? I I don't warm up. I don't really warm up. And um, but I what I can say is that I sleep a lot. Uh, I mean, yeah. In, in the in the tour bus, I can I can sleep like. Me too. I don't know. Fifteen <laughs> hours, fifteen fucking hours a day. Yeah, me too. I, I just, yeah, I love I it. I just sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I just sleep. We got, it's because the kids are at home. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to go on tour so I get sleep again. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. Wake me up at loaded. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I just sleep a lot, and I, I'm not that kind of guy who say yeah, drink 
tea with honey or stuff. No, I just I just sleep a lot, rest my voice. Because when when you sleep, you rest your voice, plus you don't talk to you are not talking to many people, you know, your 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 crew or your, oh, your yeah, mates yeah. or whatever. There's you know? fifteen people in the bus who are yelling at each other basically. Everyone's talking over everyone else. Yeah. Exactly. So you're just resting, resting your voice, and it's it's okay. It's a good, yeah, it's a very good idea. You should do it. Go to bed, people. Don't stay up and party <laughs> unless I'm there. You can stay up and party with me. Um, one last question doesn't happen to you very often because you uh, don't drink very often. But every once in a while, when you make that bad decision of staying up and not going to sleep on the tour bus, uh, what is your hangover cure? Oh, uh, lot of water and food. Food helped me. And that's it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and, 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 and endure, enduring, you know. <laughs> you got to live through it. It's, it's, it's a part of the, you know, you, you decide to have the party. You got to decide to exactly. live through the next day and do exactly. all of the fatherly duties that we have to do or uh, <laughs> yeah. all of the work obligations that we've chosen to get a part of. Uh, Shadr, thank you so, so much hanging out with me. I really, really had a great time. Um, we talked about life. We talked about metal. We talked a little bit about beer. Uh, this was great. Everyone, go check out By Night. Brand new Dagobah record. It's a banger. You're going to love it. Cheers to you, Shotter. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. Man, this is an awesome, awesome hang. I thought it was so cool that he was drinking a Capri Sun, a juice, while I was also drinking a juice, but a different type of juice. Uh, super fun, super interesting that he only been in one band. That blew me away. I finished the chat and I went for a walk with Jessica and I just couldn't help talking about that. The fact that he's only ever been in one band. I, I just think it's it's amazing uh, to have that musical freedom that they have in Dega about that they can bring any influences in very refreshing and very cool massive shout out to shotter for taking the time to hang out with me i most certainly enjoyed our time together and i hope that he did too if you enjoy this vox and hops episode you should sign up to the vox and hops middle podcast mailing list you can do that on my website voxandhops.com that's v-o-x-a-n-d-h-o-p-s.com and when you do that you shall receive two emails a month that will contain all of the details of everything that's been happening in the world of the vox and hops middle podcast you'll get to see which episodes i dropped recently which episodes i have coming up you'll get to see which albums the vox and hops album review crew have reviewed recently you'll get to see which albums jerry monk the metal architect himself has added to the brutal awakenings playlist and you will get the people that will hear about any of the projects that i have in the works first before i announce them to the public there's just so much going on in the world of the vox and hospital podcast i hate for you to miss a single thing so sign up to the mailing list. The Vox and Hospital podcast is brought to you by Sound Talent Media and Evergreen Podcasts. I hope you have a glorious rest of the week. I have one more episode coming out on Friday. But until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. Hey, everyone. This is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.